All right, so we're back, guys. We're hitting you this week with a double dose episode. So yesterday, thank you to Mr. Well Known for stopping on by and stuff. Part of the Dirty Twenty Three, you know the little archive joint. And on the left hand side, we got my homie. What up, Mega Man's in the house? What's up? And exactly, and then I'm about to pop open this double IPA. Ooh, and, shit. Um, here, I got my beer. Words. And I'm about to just hit cheers because what we're going to speak about right now is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, you got to hear that. You got to hear that. You got to hear that. Look at that glass, all super cold and frosty. Goddamn, right? It's super cold. Mm. And Beard Brewery is a great brewery from um, New England, if you guys can. And yeah, New England, go check them out. Um, so, yeah, to start off this joint, we're going to start off with... um. Something, something, something off off guard. Something that most people didn't expect. I didn't expect it. I I was like, when I saw the man out there. Meanwhile, the current person who's who's um our president did not show up in um Ohio yet. But you got my man right here, as you see in the background. He made it to Ohio. How is that? That Donald Trump. The former president, he made it his priority to go visit Ohio, the the you know the town that got hit. But our current administration has been you know backtracking shit. And yo, you gotta give the man respect. Don't matter if you don't like the guy, or if you but let the let the former president speak. You know what I mean? Let's see what he got to say. You know what I mean? If you don't like him, it's cool, but you also got to respect to the actions that this man is currently taking. Yeah. And to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, we have told you loud and clear, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. We'll have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. Over the past few weeks, the community has shown the tough and resilient heart of America, and that's what it is. This is really America right here. We're standing in America. Unfortunately, as you know, in too many cases, your goodness and perseverance were met with indifference and betrayal in some cases. What this community needs now are not excuses and uh, all of the other things you've been hearing, but answers and results, and that's what I think you're going to say. See, I sincerely hope that when your representatives and all of the politicians get here, including Biden, they get back from touring Ukraine, that he's got some money left over. That was a tragedy, (laughs) uh, close to an unbelievable tragedy. Could have been really bad. And uh, thank goodness that didn't happen. But you're going to have tremendous help now. And I know FEMA will do the job like nobody can do it like them. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Oh. Hey, yo, talk about low jabs already, man. There's one thing about him, Trump, man. That guy has a lot of scoop on a lot of those Democrats. But here's my, here, here, you know, just going back. Everybody don't like this, man. But the things that he's done and says speaks louder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, he says some real wild shit. But the man just spoke. Not one time did he stutter. Unlike our current commander in chief, 
My man can't walk up the stairs properly. He'd be falling and shit. Trump did it too, but he did it, you know, he did it with Stilo. He did it with style. But he's a funny guy. Like Joe Rogan said, my man is a comedian. His 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 um his uh what the hell you call it? His timing is immaculate. You know what I mean? Like look how he just brought in oh while they're while they're touring um Ukraine. I hope when they come back they got money. Leftover money. Word. I'm like, hey, yo, bro. Dude. Oh, oh, talking about um beautiful. Beautiful is something that most people don't know, right? So our current administration is working on your on your um on your feelings and your empowerment to vote for the current administration again so to you know butter you up and butter us up in general when i say us i mean america americans they're gonna drop a stimulus check soon yes there's a there's a stimulus check coming through great it's gonna be the duck out of my tax next year so (laughs) but i don't want that i don't want that stimulus you don't want the stimulus (laughs) <laughs> because I want to know this: Did they fix the problem? Who people got all those stimulus uh, money? Are they, and they're telling us, "Hey, don't do your taxes this year. Wait on that." You know, did they figure out the problem? Not yet, but um, yeah. So we're getting uh, a number four is coming in the mail soon. Not sure when, guys. You don't believe it? And for you people in the year twenty twenty three, go through your um through the internet and you know look it up. Is up there, is out there, but there is a fourth one coming through. And that's, you know, a way to butter us up and be like, vote Democrat in 2024. But to something better, you know what I mean? Something a little bit more wholesome, something a little bit more like, huh? It puts little puppy eyes on you and stuff. Just like stimulus check does give puppy eyes to some people. I'm not going to front. It is going to give you that, huh? I mean, if you're not expecting it, then yeah. Then, but if you're gonna have that type of money, like you're gonna get like what fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars before. Before I touch base on that, so Trump touched base on, excuse me, on um demonstration being in Ukraine, but actually Biden was also in Poland today. And yes. Just, before we get to that wholesome stuff, let's just touch base on what Biden's currently doing in Poland. And this comes from Bloomberg Television. Hit it. It was really about, again, NATO. And the president wanted to bring this message to the Bucharest Nine. Remember, these are countries that are either formerly part of the Soviet Union or formerly part of the Warsaw Pact that is obviously now dissolved. And his message to them is that they consider, the United States considers Article 5 a sacred obligation. He once again reiterated, like he did in his speech in Warsaw, that while Putin wanted this Finlandization of NATO, what he got? is the NATOization of Finland and Sweden. So this is something the president is really going to walk away with, this idea that he was able to keep NATO not just united, but also expanding on it. But David, obviously, this trip, the highlight, was the president showing up in Kiev, in Ukraine, a war-torn country. And I spoke to the president's senior director for Europe about this, Dr. Amanda Sloat, and she really gave some context on why this trip particularly was different than prior trips from other presidents. Take a listen. 
which we've obviously seen presence in the past, go to places like Iraq and Afghanistan, where you had a large military footprint. And so there was a significant security risk, and the president made the calculation that it was worth the risk to be able to deliver the, the message, both to the Ukrainians as, as well as to the, the rest of the world. So, yeah. Um, so just to elaborate, I'm pretty sure the homie um, Mega Man has a little bit more information about Poland than mm -hmm. I personally do because um, I have not been following this whole Poland and uh, Russia, Ukraine, and the other nine countries they just spoke about. I've been balls deep in our in the in the archives looking at um this whole financial situation that's going. Oh worldwide. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, let them know about the whole Poland thing, bro. So right now Biden's uh, going on this tour in Ukraine. Um, and also in Poland, Germany, like certain areas, what we can do to give you guys some money, some tanks, <clears throat> money laundering, uh, you know, and all that stuff. But I feel there is I, there were some rumors. You can look this up that a lot of the secret agents, uh, Spetsna, uh, certain uh, they work for the Russian army and stuff like that. They were going to assassinate uh, Joe Biden or do something. But that would be a stupid idea because if you kind of assassinate Joe Biden, we're we're just gonna go to war already. And also, did you hear? Did you see that that uh, rally uh, Putin had? It was kind of weird. Nah, what happened? Well, a rally? Putin had a rally, bro. They had a rally. Uh, Putin had a rally. You know, to his to to his to his people and all that. And it was kind of like okay, like it was a lot of propaganda stuff. But it it sometimes I just think and wonder. It's like because the thing is. Russia is making pacts with certain alliances like Belarus is right there by Poland. I mean, it's they're trying to figure something out to do like a flanking move to whatever to to see if we can try to, you know, because there was I think there was an episode where Russia was this close to, uh, you know, having a nuclear exchange, you know, to bomb Germany, uh, the London, uh, Sweden or whatever. They're getting all their military aid and stuff that to hope what was going on with the United States pushing all the money, the guns, the tanks and everything to kind of like, Hey, this kind of stop or whatever we can do to, this is our last option because Russia don't even have no, they have the, they have, they have an army, but this is what I heard is that any Ukrainians who are prisoners in from Russia, they're just going to put a Russian soldier and you go fight your own countrymen because they, there's no men to fight. They're, they're just picking them from prisons. They're kidnapping kids, little kids, whatever, and just putting on uh, like a Russian army suit and go 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 back where to go fight the war in Ukraine, which they so called called uh what's it called the meat grinder because hey, I'm gonna die in two days, so I'd rather just live life and whatever and stuff like that. Hey yo, and if you guys are watching us currently on Spotify, yeah, you would be able to see the rally that um Mega Man's currently speaking of. Yo, my man is Letty. From the yeah. sound of things, oh. he has no intention of withdrawing his troops. There are battles going on right now on our historical frontiers for our people. Courageous warriors are fighting, just like the ones that are standing here with us now. They're losing the war. bravely and heroically. We are proud of them. Let's give them three cheers. This is the picture the Kremlin wanted. Russia. You see that patriotism, bro? Yeah. 
but that's propaganda. And also, when the when a lot of those Russian soldiers when they lied, they just Russians when they died, they, they leave them there. They leave them there and they rot. And the Ukrainian soldiers are picking up their their fallen soldiers, but also the Russians because some of them don't even have uh, dog tags, and they didn't even they're like John Doe's, so you even know where they came from. And also, th- those could be freedom fighters from different countries, like you know, like. Uh, you know, like in Syria, Afghanistan, certain countries, you know, like China. I mean, there is, did you hear the story of what happened in Africa? There was an, I think, some, well, I don't know what country in Africa, but this guy was in prison. Whatever he did, I don't know, he was pushing drugs to Russia, but he was a prisoner. And they put, they that Nigerian, he's black, they mm-hmm. put a Russian outfit on him to go fight in the front. And he what? died that one day. Yeah, and he was thrown into the fucking meat grinder. What? Yeah. I do, I think I sent it to you, but look it up. It was an African prisoner who died and was at the war. He was in the front with the Russians. He was fighting with the Russians, but he was a prisoner. So because the prisoners who are in Russia, they have like, we have no men. We'll just start letting go all the prisoners. And if you fight for our country... Uh, you know, that's it. You're free to go. You're free. You're free. You know, like, um, what's that word when you're free? Like, pretty much the way it's like sponged or whatever. Like, hey, you did you did our country a service, and now you're free to go. Oh, oh damn! It starts with X. X something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So they and so a lot of Ukrainians like, man, that, that's kind of weird. Why is a why is a black guy wearing a Russian outfit? And yeah. You know, and they and what they did is because and the parents didn't even know that he was a prisoner. So once he was dead, they just shipped his body back to whatever country he came from in Africa. Wow, that's so look. You should shit. look that shit up, man. You should look. That's crazy. That's fucked up. Yeah, I'll look that up for sure, and I'll have it up for next week. But to some cheery news now, after all this, I just remember that we had to touch base on that joint. Um. We're going to bring something happy, bring a smile to your face, because I know we always talk about something. Hell yeah. So I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to know. But here, look at this right here. Look at this beautiful. right here. This beautiful little girl right here. Q higher than Albert Einstein's is shooting for the stars. Nine-year-old with an IQ higher than Albert Einstein's is shooting for the stars. But before we start, Please take a moment to give this video a like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Hidhara Perez Sanchez of Mexico has always been different than the other kids her age. At first, her differences made her feel bad about herself. She was bullied at school, and her teachers didn't understand why they couldn't keep her attention. When Hidhara was just three years old, her mom, Naleli Sanchez, began to notice unique qualities in her daughter. She said the little girl played with blocks, placing them all in rows, ate in the Paracara and always rocked, and could spend hours and hours like that. It took about a year, but Idhara was eventually diagnosed with autism. She has difficulties when it comes to socializing, with verbal and nonverbal communication alike. Unfortunately, this fueled some of her issues at school. I saw that Idhara was playing in a little house and they locked her up. And they started to chant, oddball, weirdo, Naleli said, and then they started hitting the little house. Being treated this way caused Idhara to become depressed. Her teachers also let her parents know that she was falling asleep in class, seemingly uninterested in learning. But Naleli knew that her daughter was bright and that something was wrong. She quickly put her in therapy, and they discovered something that would change her daughter's life forever. It turned out that Idhara was very interested in learning. 
she was just so smart that she grew bored of the curriculum for children her age. That's when she enrolled in the Talent Service Center. There, she took a test that revealed she has an IQ of 162. That's 32 points higher than the score needed to be considered gifted, and two points higher than Albert Einstein's and Stephen Hawking's score. As soon as she started getting the right education, she began thriving in class. At five years old, she graduated elementary school. One year later, she finished middle school, and by eight, she had graduated high school. These days, she's working toward earning two degrees online at Universidad CNCI in Mexico City. She's studying industrial engineering in mathematics and systems engineering and has plenty of aspirations. Her biggest goal is becoming an astronaut so she can travel to space or even colonize Mars. Her mother isn't sure how they'll be able to make it happen financially, but Adhara has her eyes set on the University of Arizona. In fact, she's already learning English so she can one day take the entrance exams. Awesome. Adhara isn't the only one hoping she'll make it into the university. In a letter to Adhara, Robert Robbins, the president of the school, wrote, I was thrilled to read about your incredible story online and to find out that your dream school is the University of Arizona. We have many outstanding space sciences programs. You would have many opportunities to work side by side with the world's leading experts. You have a bright future ahead of you, and I hope to welcome you on campus one day as a wildcat. As if that wasn't impressive enough, Adhara has a few more projects up her sleeve. First, she wrote a book, which is translated to mean, do not give up. She is also working on a smart bracelet that will help parents understand what emotions their neurodiverse children are feeling. Additionally, it will anticipate and prevent seizures and other outbursts. I'm making a bracelet that measures kids' emotions and then parents will be able to see what emotion their kids have by checking a phone, tablet, or computer, Adhara explained. She has a long road ahead of her before she can make it to space, but she's getting closer every day. In fact, she recently got accepted into the International Air and Space Program in Huntsville, Alabama, where she'll get to learn from aerospace experts and present a project of her own. What a remarkable child. We can only imagine all the incredible things she'll accomplish in her life. Yo, that is insane. Isn't that beautiful? That's what I was like doing the research. And in the morning when I pinned down, I heard her story. Like, it's it's a little personal to me because, you know, with with my son having autism, you know, and you think, and also when you think about that movie with Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise, you know, the movie Rain Man, yeah. you know, that was the first movie it talks about with autism. And uh, there's a lot of autism kids, you know, they're very special, you know, that those are God's, you know, kids right there. And uh, they're very gifted. They're very, very gifted. And uh, man, I'm, that's an inspirational story, man. I'm about to get teary right now because, you know, a lot of people think like, well, kids have autism, they ain't going to go nowhere in life. But a lot of people don't know with kids who, parents who have kids with autism, you know, they're very gifted, you know, you know, they can change the world. Absolutely. And there's what people misunderstand is that autism um, is very different. It's very different. And there's different types of autism. Yeah, there is. Like one type is many different types of autism. I, I did not know this personally until I got older as an adult. And there's different types and stuff. So never. It's, it's a good story. And yeah. to me, it just, it's inspirational. And the, and um, I'm going to have some people on and we're going to talk about, we're going to address, you know, how autism started. You know, a lot of, a lot of people don't know is because of the vaccinations. But also we talked about earlier, or I think on the last episode, 
you know, there's there's been studies of, you know, finding a cure for autism, but in a, in a medical standpoint and all, they're trying mice and all, but a lot of people don't even talk about this. There's a person out there who cured uh, people with autism, and that was Dr. Sabi. But no one talks thing. about that. It's also, I think, when it comes down to a lot of these diseases or viruses, it has to do with um, our intake, what we're eating nowadays. Correct. A lot of food that we have in America is is not accepted globally. No. Which is which is insane because if you go to Europe or you go to a third world country, yes, it's a third world country, but at the end of the day, the nutrition is much better than a first great country that is America is considered to be. It's a little hard because we have a lot of corporations of uh, food places to go eat like McDonald's or Cane's and all that stuff. And it's really hard to, okay, we're so addicted to junk food and everything is like, everyone's all craving it. But a lot of people don't know it. A lot of those fast places and I'm guilty. You're probably guilty or anyone else is here. And this is guilty. We love junk food or pizza here or whatever. But a lot of that stuff causes cancer. Yeah. And um, yeah, it does. And in general, we just have to be a little bit more aware of the intake of what we eat, you know what I mean? It's right. hard, especially us living in America, because everything's so quick. Everything's a grab and go, grab and go, grab and go, grab and go, because we're trying to capitalize our time. And this affects people who, in general, I don't even know how, how to explain that, but let me... It's a little tricky right there. It It is tricky, because... Damn, damn if you're poor, damn if you're rich. Because if you, you're going somewhere, right, and you're trying to, you're making money, you're trying to get a quick bite, so you're going to go to fast food. Now, uh -huh. if you in poverty level, you're going to eat fast food because it's cheap. So there's no winning, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're going to end up eating this stuff, like it or not. So. Like, if we're, if we're going to be going to a street vendor and eating the food, you know, it's, we don't, we don't know what type of stuff that they use or your ingredients and stuff. Like it could be more different than the, a lot of those uh, fast food corporations. Oh, but here's the thing. When it comes down to a street vendor, depending on the street vendor, bro, a lot of them use regular household food. They household cooking. Mm -hmm. They're not adding extra, extra ingredients because it's not mass produced. So it's, no. it is, it is kind of a cleaner, Yes, it might be unhealthy, but it is cleaner than going to eat like McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's. And no, no we're I, not sponsored by them. <laughs> I know. I used to work at Cash and Carry, but they got bought out by Smart Finals. And it was like almost like restaurant people. And you, I would know a lot of the years ago. And a lot of these people, I would know their businesses. They buy all their stuff here. And a lot of the stuff is more healthy. But now it's like everything's all inflation. The recession's all, it's, it's already here. You're, I'm going to tell you something. There's going to be a lot of those corporations, those fast foods, they're going to close down. And a lot of these small businesses, these vendors, oh, they're going to hustle. They're going to get out there because when we had the lockdown in 2020 where a lot of people, a lot of stuff just shut down, that's where a lot of people were like, what can I do to still keep it going, uh, a profit or money, whatever. And and a lot of people had those those side hustles. I remember uh, I'll give a I give a shout out to my homie uh, Cambodian Cowboy. You know, I think when he 
was let go. I, I want to s- assume he was let go or anything. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know what? Everything shut down. It's like, you know, I want to start this barbecue uh, business, you know, and his name is out there. He's well known. And to me, he has one. He's probably one of the best barbecue places of all of L.A. Shout out to Chad, Cambodian cowboy right there. And he was on CBS. So you never know what this new wave that will be coming this year, like who's going to make it and who's not. But it's good. I know. It's so good, bro. Like the time you shared his stuff. My man I'm telling good. you, King Mexico, when good. you come, I'm telling you, I tried a lot of barbecue, good and bad. And I always tell people, nothing can compare to Cambodian Cowboy. His barbecue's the best. I challenge anyone to compete with Cambodian Cowboy, the best barbecue, because he has that Long Beach Cambodian style with the mix of Texas put together, fire. He has it. And, he, and you know, this is also... He knows how to talk to people. He's very talkative. He knows how to conduct himself. And I told him, you're the perfect person I want on my podcast because he can hear, he can hold a conversation. Damn, you should get him on, bro. Oh, yeah, he's coming on. When you're eating some Cambodian barbecue, ripping that shit on the mic. (laughs) Telling you. So shout out to the Cambodian cowboy. Yo, shout out to the homie. Yo, go follow him. Go taste his food. Cause I know he'd be in different um spots. Cause I know you know you'd be sharing his locations. Oh hell yeah. He's on uh Thursdays. He'll tomorrow he'll be at Pixbino's the farmers market. Friday he'll be at uh uh Ten Miles Brewery. Saturday it might be a private event. Uh Sunday, you know, trademarks brewery, but you know, he he's a family guy and he's just trying to make it, but dude. He has a lot of people from outside of the country or Yo. from internationally or whatever, and they always flock to his shit. With um, Mega Man promoting the Cambodian Cowboy. Yo, guys, make sure that you support your local vendors or local um, mom and dad shops and shit. Like myself personally, I wish I could go a little bit more often to City Tamales in the Bronx. But for me, for me to make that trip worth my time and be able to like capitalize on my time it's about 16 dollars in tolls bro and it's going and coming but it's good yeah bro yeah so i just feel like i just feel like for us being podcasters i always tell this you got to be the chameleon you got to do podcasts you got to know about your city you got to know about the people you got to make connections and on that's what i'm doing talk to me no 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 since you brought up um so there's a taco shop. It's called Nini Nini Tacos. It's in Bushwick. Yeah. Uh, Nini's Taqueria is in Bushwick. Okay. So you guys, if you're in Brooklyn, Nini's Taqueria, which is in, um, located at 14 Star Street. And then they have another spot in Park Slope. I didn't even know that stuff. But yeah, go check them out, guys. They have a birria burrito, bro. They have a birria flauta. Yeah, bro. To dip that burrito in? I want to see this. Oh, that shit looks so good, bro. That looks so good. Fuck, make my nipples hard right here, dude. <laughs> yo, yo, guys, if you want Spotify, you're going to catch that nipple. If not, then wonk, wonk. But something, Maybe something, <laughs> something that goes on and off and stuff and something that we're not going to be able to stop. Is um 
Oh, yeah. Nicknamed the Doomsday Glacier for a while now. And now a new look under it is giving scientists a better idea of what's eating away at that massive block of ice. WBZ meteorologist Jacob Wyckoff gives us a closer look. Every crack, every crash, sounds of a looming catastrophe. Two new studies published in the journal Nature paint a doomsday scenario, the rapid melting of the Thwaites Glacier. When we look at places like Thwaites, we think of them as kind of the canary in the coal mine. Dr. Brittany Schmidt was one of the lead scientists on this international project. Thwaites is in this very precarious position where it's also holding back a great amount of ice behind it. A collapse of Thwaites would almost certainly cause measurable sea level rise, about a half a meter. But because Thwaites is buttressing ice, if that were to hit water, right behind it is another three meters of sea level rise. And all told, that's another 10 feet of sea for our coastline to face, one that already has little wiggle room. These changes in Antarctica aren't happening overnight, Dr. Schmidt says. We've been observing Antarctica pretty steadily for the last 30 or 40 years, what we call the satellite era. And during that time, Thwaites has gone from a really huge, massive integrated ice shelf to just completely collapsing, where you can just see rifts and crevasses and icebergs being calved on a regular basis. What is new, however, is the technology used in gathering this data. For the first time, Special probes were sent into and under the glacier, allowing scientists to directly measure the ice mass lost in the deep ocean. Ice Ooh, is they have life under there. Robotic ocean yeah, island. there is. What it allows us to do is to take the instruments and put them down through a hole in the ice and then explore underneath the ice. The groundbreaking data they collected confirming the worst. Thwaites is melting faster and faster. Still, Dr. Schmidt remains optimistic that humans can stay in front of this disaster. When we see what humans did with... So, you see the glacier, guys, right? I'm about mm -hmm. to hit you with a curveball. Are you ready for this one right here? Let's do it. Bam. This one right here, you might be like, yo, what the hell is this going on? But here it goes. Watch, watch, watch. Watch. Check this one out. That's scary. Rift appeared in the Ethiopian deserts of the far region in 2005. And it's the start of this whole thing. Geologists have confirmed that the African continent is going to split into two halves, and a new ocean is also being formed. A new study in the journal Nature found that the East African Rift Valley, which separates coastal countries like Tanzania and Kenya, passes through Mozambique from the far area of Ethiopia, is separating at the rate of 7 millimeters per year. Plate eventually comes into contact with the Eurasian plate currently known as Iran. The Persian Gulf will close and become a part of Eurasia. Scientists have been aware of the rifting in the eastern part of Africa, but the exact cause has been difficult to determine. The earth-changing occurrences truly exist, but seem to be unnoticeable to us due to the national processes taking hundreds of millions of years to happen. The East African Rift is a good example. The rifting is proven to split the whole African continent. But the process is very slow to the extent that nobody could really notice this. Geophysical study estimates that the rifting process in Africa will take tens of millions of years to eventually turn into an ocean that will separate the continent into two parts. None of us or our children's generation will be around to experience the magnificent occurrence. Ooh, so... Isn't that, cra isn't that crazy? 
I bet you, I bet you, you didn't know this. I didn't know this. Thank you to Mega Man for bringing this up. But the and glacier also, shit, yeah, glacier shit is crazy because that is something that we could see in our time. Yo, go for it, bro. I know, I know you got a lot. I'm just saying, you know, like that. A lot of people are focusing on everything, but with climate change and people are like, nah, I don't believe because the whole shit would happen with the uh, Al Gore and all that, but. This is a serious thing. And I'm going to tell you something, K-Mexico, and to any of your listeners, everyone's all focused on Antarctica because of that glacier the size of, you know, United Kingdom or maybe the size of Florida. I'm a little, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about if a lot of the ice melts over there by Siberia, because you have a lot of prehistoric stuff and you have a lot of prehistoric diseases. There's some stuff, if it defrosts, there's four to five different type of disease where... You think of the Black Plague, this is a hundred times worse where everyone would fucking die. So to me, that's why you see in all this stuff about the Willy Mammoths coming out or bringing certain prehistoric stuff to kind of like change the, the environment or of our, of our world and stuff to, to keep the, the level of the climate change under control. If not, we're doomed. Nah, but... um. So touching base on we we spoke about in the previous episode about Ohio due to the fact that some of us were intoxicated or on a substance. Mm-hmm. Like the most of the times we are. So don't don't judge us when we speak. Cause we're mm-hmm. just having fun. You know what I mean? You just um have our thoughts and we like to share, you know what I mean? Our point of views and stuff. And don't forget, there's always a disclaimer at the start of these videos. And there's also a disclaimer when you click on it. So if you're in this far, you already know what time it is. But when it comes down to this um, Ohio, I, I really hope that none of those toxins end up elsewhere. You know what I mean? But they will, you know what I mean? The sad truth is that they will. And at this time, yes, climate change is happening. However, the big point about climate change is a cycle, right? The world has a cycle or the planet Earth has a cycle, right? Yeah. So this could just not, it could, it can be climate warming as well, or it could just be the Earth having its cycle and we're going through a cycle again so if you remember history we always have a cycle so everything always comes around it's like a full moon right it's like a full Uh moon so you have a full moon you have a little bit of moon quarter moon half moon and so on and so forth right so when it comes down to weather it could also have the same effect so we go through our hot stage our wet stage cold stage and then back to somewhat of a norm right yeah how do we know how do we know that this current time is not just a normal stage and it's not a cold stage you get me you see a lot of uh, volcanoes erupting everywhere it's like the earthquakes was going on in, in the middle east and also in turkey and that's what i was want to talk to you about with with the whole africa's splitting off I want to know where that line is going because I'm thinking, assuming it's going right there where Turkey at. So there's a lot of things that are moving around, shape shifting, 
our you know our world. Yeah, but um, like the video just stated, we're not gonna see that shit. That's gonna be a hundred of millions of years before that actually takes effect. So we won't see it. Our kids won't see it. Our kids' kids won't see it. So it'll take some some time. You know what I mean? Hey, I don't know, man. I'm just to me. I I know Waterworld and Antarctica oh, and all that see. stuff. You're talking about the movie with Kevin Costner. That's the movie, right? I, Kevin Costner. I love that. That's a good movie. It is, I, right? I mean, is yeah, it? it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. I'm not with water. Okay, I'm just worried about diseases. Like, yo, when that. I don't know, man. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in Mongolia right now. Here's my thing. You speak about Waterworld, right? And when you speak about all these movies, right, all these movies that have um, taken place in, you could say, human, a human apocalypse, right? That's what it would be called. If we don't exist any longer and shit. Yeah. Um, They all have to do with one subject. One subject, right? And that subject is oil. And I think this is a 4K trailer of Waterworld. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's 12 it's minutes. It's a good... I didn't... To me, at that time, when I when I saw that movie, I didn't really understand it. Like, what the fuck is all this? But now that you're old... When I was older, and I saw this, it was, on, it was free a while back last year on Tubi, and I watched it, and I could feel like... Oh, this is gonna make sense of what's going on now with the climate change, the war, the pollution, like the what, what's going on in Ohio. It, it this can really change the world as as we speak. That could really happen. Yo, but it's funny watching movies as, as an adult, right? And watching as a kid is completely different. But the thing is, King Mexico, a lot of these movies, you know. It's all coming to fruition. It's like they have to talk. They have to tell you what they're gonna do. This is what's gonna happen. So that means, if we start talking about movies, I would like mm-hmm. to be Snake from Escape from L.A. or Escape from New York. What's his Ooh, name? Yeah, what's, Snake. Yeah, I remember him. Which one you like, New York or fucking L.A.? I like the New York one, bro. I, I was New York. Yeah, I was kind of more like, oh, shit. Everyone all talks about, like, fucking Beverly Hills, the most beautiful state. But a lot of people are like, don't go to fucking Beverly Hills, dude. They're fucking killers. Because you had a lot of plastic surgeons who live out there. They're, like, doing all that crazy weirdo shit in Beverly Hills. So you're a Beverly Hills guy? I mean, you're an L.A. guy? I like an L.A. guy because you know why? Uh, It's the basketball scene. He had to make it from half court. If not, they would shoot him. Ah, man. Should we play the trailer? Because this is technically going to be the movie of for this uh, episode. If you want, if you want to play fucking Escape from L.A. Do we want to play Escape from L.A.? I kind of want to see the basketball court one. <laughs> the half, he had to make the half shot. What, I was what? like, oh, this guy's going to die. Because I wouldn't even fucking made it. All right, we're going to play a little bit. And then we'll All play right. the end. All right. All right. Let's play a little bit. And then I'll look for Escape from <laughs> L.A. Oh, shit. Where's the sound? Everybody is on the desk, baby. Universal Pictures presents a world unlike any you have ever seen. 
oh yeah i remember that scene like we need water we need food but she's like she was gonna like took off her clothes to have sex yeah her And the reason why you ever know Water the movie, the reason why, yes. the reason why, the reason why Kevin Co- Kevin Costner was special in that movie, because he had fins, he can go more, he can swim more deeper, more fat, he can swim more faster. Yes, I remember that. That's what I'm saying. Didn't my man have um gills and shit? Yeah, yeah, like he had all that stuff. The one thing I'm worried about, I told my dad when I watched that, I was like, hey, dad. Why is Kevin Costner fucking pissing on a glass bowl, uh, like recycling or whatever, and he's drinking his own urine? Because kind of, there was no water. How are you going to find water? Yo. Should we? Should I be a dick and play the ending? Well, <laughs> oh, don't be loud. I mean, it's a good fucking movie. All right, so we're going to have a vote. All right, guys. We're gonna, gonna play. You're gonna do both. We're gonna do both, bro. We're gonna oh, do both. Yeah. Hell yeah! Because it's classic. It's classic. I'm. I know you guys are like that rare movie. Nah, nah, man. This is a guy's movie. So all you, you woke people and shit, or you sensitive fuck. This is an alpha fucking guys movie, motherfucker. <laughs> I hate these sissies. Oh my god. You know, I hate when people say, oh, they can't make that movie again. I'm like, man, fuck you, man. Like, they can make it, but everyone's all scared to be canceled. All right, you ready? Let's do it. All right, hold on. Now available on Blu-ray. But this shit, there was actually multiple um trailers for this movie. How many? Multiple, bro. 1988. The crime rate in the United States rises 400%. 1991, the United States police force is formed. 1997, New York City is a walled maximum security prison. John Carpenter's Escape from New York. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Lee Van Cleef. Sport nine. Donald Pleasance. Isaac Hayes. Season Hubley. Damn, this sucks, man. Didn't didn't to play that. Harry Dean Stanton as Brain. Nah, nah, we need that. We need that good shit, bro. Hold on, let's see. Right here. Prison. The bridges are mine. The rivers are patrolled. And the United States police force has everything under control. I'm going in. Oh, it's John Carpenter. Ain't that Halloween? Yeah, yeah it's, John, it's a John Carpenter movie. John Carpenter's Escape from New York. The greatest yeah. escape of them all is about to blow the future apart. All right, guys. So as Dude. you just finished saying, that's Escape from New York. John Carpenter but. was on another level those years. 
All right, so here it goes, guys. Are you ready for Escape from New York? I mean, oh, you see, I, I, New York is way better. But here it goes. Here, hold on, let me see. All right, in three, two, one, go. One's enjoyment. We'd like to remind you of the following rules. No talking. No smoking. No littering. No red meat. No freedom of religion. And remember, all marriages must be approved by the Department of Health. Whoa, interesting. Failure to obey these rules will result in immediate loss of citizenship and deportation to the island of Los Angeles. Wow. Enjoy the show. The rules are the beginning to unfold. Psycho profile on a music database of five million sociopathic personalities to get the bottom of the gun. Just on quick, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, it's a good movie. Oh man, yo, she's so hot, bro. Oh, I was still, fucked up. Love the winner. oh, I remember that Thank shit. Like the Zerpy scene, nobody trusts until this is the court. You I remember that scene, bro. Hey yo, I remember that. Yo, I'm not even gonna front, bro. I had the biggest crush on Pam Greer. She when I used is to hot. Yo, she is hot, bro. Pam you know, Greer I, is mwah. You know who else, bro? There's who? two chicks. There's actually three women that I had the biggest crush ever, 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 ever. That's Pam Greer is number one. Then followed by Rihanna. And my number three is um Tatiana Ali, which I didn't know she was half Trinidadian. I saw that story, dude. I saw that story. I didn't know she was half Trinidadian, half Panamanian, bro. I didn't know that. I was like, God damn, no wonder you have. You know what? To be honest, this, this I oh, know and, you. And number four. And number four. I have to bring oh. this one in. Number four. Got Dark four. Horse? Nah, Maya. Oh, yeah. Yo, Maya. Bro. I know y'all guys bro. on the internet don't know who Maya is, but yo, Maya. She's hot. She's hot. She's fucking hot, dude. She is hot. Caliente. She's um, vegan. She's vegan. She has yeah, her own she business. Yeah, she is vegan. She works out, but man, oh, she's beautiful, but she's single. Damn, bro. And she has no kids. Fake. I, I was like, God damn, man. Where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? Right here. Mm. Look at Maya right here. Look at her. Mm. Ooh. Not Jay-Z, but Maya. Look at that. Ooh. She was hot. That's a dime piece, bro. Hey, but... type, type in that. Hold up, hold up. Put Maya, put Maya, and, and put the song called Fallen. Oh, she was so hot. Fallen? Fallen. Ooh. God damn. Yo, we yeah. had did we have you oh damn we had YouTube back then. I think so. It was it Yeah, was we did. Early. Yeah. 13 years. Look at that, bro. <sighs> That's damn. my favorite song. Yo, if I told you guys, bro, I married Maya, y'all wouldn't believe me. <laughs> oh yeah. I got Dude. the twin. I got the twin, bro. I got the twin. Like it's a clone. <laughs> oh right now? Right now, bro, I got a clone. Lucky. Yeah. 
Man, man, I want my Maya over here in Long Beach, man. Where you at, Maya? Yo, bro. Yo, bro, I got a clone. I ain't even gonna front. I never said nothing ever in my life, bro. I never, ever <laughs> even brought it up. But Just I got a clone. Just imagine if they, if they start this whole clone and all this yeah. bullshit, and you can say, yo, King Mexico, what, what's your backup for it for another wife? And I'll be like, yo, this is my ideal wife. Clone this. Everything how I want it to be. Because the thing is, a lot of people always, always say, it's like... Mega Man, why are you single? Or how come you haven't date here or whatever? Dude, I don't think there's an ideal girl for me because I have my own type of style and energy. Aye, aye, aye. So since I brought up my four, right? Yeah. Before we get serious, because the next subject is going to get serious and go downhill. Oh, sh- It's going to go downhill, guys. I'm sorry. But before we go downhill, I would like Mega Man to tell me his four. Who are your four? When you look at the archive, right, from 2023 below, who would be your four? Um, these have to be, like, around, like, the 80s and 90s, or even, like, television shows. All right, go for it. Um, I have to say, when it comes to movie, uh, what's her name? She was in the movie The Lost Boys. Star. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's fucking hot. She had Yo, that, that curly hair, bro. Dude, yo, no there's one... something yo. about women with curly hair, bro. Yo, check it out. So that girl's who the the actress, if you look her up at Lost Boys Star, you know yeah. that girl? She played a lot of movies. She played in the movie Twister, but check this out. She got married and she's like I think she's part owner or I think she's the owner of the, the Atlanta Hawks. Really? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go with him and his Rain Man. His Rain Man shit. Hold up. Look it up. I'm telling you. If you type in the Lost Boys, yeah, her, then you click and you go to Wiki. And you, if you type in her name and put Atlanta Hawks, I think it is Atlanta Hawks, bro. Yeah. It has to be oh. Atlanta Hawks. Hold on. Because it's right here. Look. She's wearing Atlanta Hawks jersey. Right here. Look. Oh, oh shit. Fat check. What's up, dog? <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right here. Here it goes. Mega Man and his fucking facts, bro. Be killing me and shit. Telling you. <laughs> I remember, because you know why? They had it. Okay, remember like on TNT or, or ESPN? Yeah. They would have the NBA draft. Like, okay, we're going to pick this number from uh, draft one all the way into maybe 12. Yeah. So they would tell like, oh, this is a so and so being a representative, and they had the, the lottery pig balls, whatever. And I remember, I don't know what year, but the Atlanta Hawks got second pick, and say, hey, we have representing the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, this is so and so, the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. I look like, yo, is that the girl from fucking Lost Boys? And I looked up her name. It's like, yeah, it is. And I, that's what I put her name in Atlanta Hawks. It's like, yeah, she got married and she owns like the Atlanta Hawks with her husband. All right, who's number two, bro? What? Oh, oh, my! That was a long one. Uh, you know what, <laughs> dude? I'm gonna tell you this. I back in the day, like in the early '90s, maybe late 2000s, yeah. uh, before 2000, I used to have a thing for redheaded girls. Okay. Yeah, so I used to watch this show. I was it was on Fox, like you know, Married with Children. Uh, you know, Merrill's Place, you know, 90210. But when that show Merrill's Place came on, uh, there was a guy who was a doctor cheating on his wife, whatever. 
and he hooked up with his, his one of his partners or his co-workers and she was on the show she was a redheaded girl but she had that and she was on desperate housewives too was stacy yeah one of them looks beautiful the other one has freckles that the freckles one the other one who she has that but she if you look it up she's on desperate House, housewives as well one of them that you know that red yeah no 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 the other one the other one right there uh Kimberly? yeah this That's one her yep okay I, I used to have a thing for her she was like so hot and she was more like, hey, you know me, you know, if she was my kind of like my, she's almost like in the way that like, that's my ideal type of friends with benefits. All right. Let's go. That one. Mystery. Number three. Uh, I saw this movie. Uh, oh, my God. Make my dick hard. <laughs> um, sing, uh, single white females. What's and, that? Uh, the uh, single white females. You look it up and uh, it had uh, Jane Fonda. Single Jane. white females, yeah. Single white females. I think it was uh, Jane uh, Jane Fonda. Really? Yeah, she played single white no. females. She played a lot of good movies. A single white female is one. Really? That was a good movie. Oh really? yeah, really. She had that. You know why? Because she had. Oh, let me see. Oh, she played a lot of good movies, but. Um, if no, no. If you have some any recent pictures of uh, how she looks like now and everything, like she was sexy, dude. I just have a, I just had a thing for like, like redheaded girls. Can it be this one? Yes, my bad, Bridget Fonda. Yes. It sounds like a plate of food. Oh my god, she it was sounds so like it sounds like fondue. A dude when she Not was this naked. One? Not this nah, one. Not her. <laughs> Left. <laughs> that this one? <laughs> nah, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. I think that's how she looks now, bro. Hell, nah, nah. Oh, I don't know. birthday, yeah, that's her, bro. No, I'm over sh- here. Yeah, I'm over here being fucking oh, no. funny. It's really her, bro. Look. Oh my god. Yo, bro, she still got. If she got banked, then fuck it, bro. Why not? Oh my god. Damn, bro! I just fucked up your whole, your whole. All right, bro. Let's keep that out. But um, <laughs> this has I to be just... one of the best episodes ever. <laughs> just... You just blew my mind. I'm like, well, it looks like my yo, dick just went out. <laughs> yo, I really thought that was that wasn't hot. You know how they have like different name, same names. Yeah, they have them all together. <laughs> hey, she still got money. Um, number four, bro. My last, I think my last one. It has to be. <laughs> I know it's not Maya, so it ain't gonna happen. You know, to be honest, um, go for it. You know who's really, you know who's like really attractive. Who? And I like her. She's pre- to me, she's beautiful, but it's the the intelligence. And there's one thing about Mega Man, ladies. We've seen this, Mega Man. Who? Mega the Stallion? No, no, no. Okay. Mega Man is a saprosexual, and people are like, well, what, what is a saprosexual? Oh, here we a go with the pronouns. <laughs> I identify as a, oh, thank you. Mega Man identifies himself as a saprosexual. All right, let's so go. People, so people want to know, what is a person who gets turned on and aroused by intelligent knowledge? All right, who's, who's number four, bro? Okay, number four, I want to say Candace Owens. Candace, oh, she is hot. I ain't a front. 
That black girl, yeah, dude. She's fucking there's, cute. There's one thing. I love a woman who's so intelligent, speaks on her own. And dude, she's a ride and die. Like, like it would be nice to have a good man, you know, because sometimes in a way, those type of women I would want in my life because you know what? They're going to support you. They're going to back you up and they're going to pick you up as well. And they're going to motivate you. She's yeah, she the type is. of woman that is like the perfect woman uh, for making man. Oh, she's yes. perfect. She hot. I ain't no front, bro. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you that one. Damn. Internet sucks. Right here. You should put like a video of her like being so aggressive to Manny. Like, you ever watch Candace Owen on YouTube uh, when she goes against debates when she goes to colleges? Oh my God. It's, I watch these debates. Right now, people are always asking me, what are you watching? Debates. Like, these people going at it with the college kids, like the woke kids, but oh man, they're going heads up. All right. So, this is the most recent video. Yeah, look at this right here, bro. I, I, I give it up to you, bro. I'm oh, I. This. That's Yo, good. That, that I, talked about the, about the Black Lives Matter. Right here. Let's hear her voice. She got a cute voice. People have accused me of grifting with absolutely no evidence. I've been very honest always from the very beginning, start to finish. But some other people have not been so honest. And some people were honest, but it... All right, then. Let me, let me stop uh. this before Omega Man gets something. <laughs> All right, look to bring down his um his whole his whole vibe. We're about to go into the um ah oh, man. We went from ha 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 to something serious. Um we're gonna bring up the Epstein thing. And you know what? Let me get my weed for this. And what we're gonna bring up is um in general, so it's two it's two things we're gonna bring up. We're gonna bring up Rumble, and we're gonna bring up the whole Epstein Island and how one of the bankers was doing some shit. And I want to uh, say this: though we got some people on the live right now. So, people, if you're on the live watching this, we're gonna talk about some real stuff because I'm I'm not gonna post this up. So I'm letting you guys know what we say. This is some fucking deep shit. So, you guys, front row seats, carry on. Yeah. So. When you look up certain things on YouTube, right, and you try to find certain information, it's a little bit harder. Just like when you look up, you know, my podcast in general. I don't know why I'm so fucking, like, balls deep into getting looked up and trying to find my show. It's it's, it's ridiculous because I really don't speak about nothing crazy, you know what I mean? I have a lot of clean episodes. A lot of clean episodes. I don't really have anything, like, outrageous and shit. But the thing is, like, it's a lot of your episodes, you know, you're speaking facts and truth. And there's maybe there's people out there we never know. They could be big listeners, government, whoever. And they'd be like, yo, you hear about this King Mexico? He's pushing some facts. We'll, like, we'll put him on timeout. There's always going to be, you never social media and all this, like, me doing podcasts. Sometimes in a way, I, I get kind of worried if I really speak my mind and and if I say something that's speaking facts and the government come after me, like how they did to Ransom with Ramos. So with that said, if you guys want to have a, a platform where you're able to speak your mind and not be censored and not be um, have so many blocks on the roads for your freedom of speech, 
Go on Rumble. Go on Rumble. There's yep. many, there's many people that I follow on Rumble who who go balls deep and speak their mind, have crazy jokes, and the platform is a whole lot more freer than hey, YouTube. Do they have groups and rumble? Not sure. I haven't explored that. I've just been watching be the videos. That would be awesome to have like a little group of rumble, like you like it was me, you, or a lot any others. We could just like talk what we want to talk. Oh, I'll double check on that, but I haven't checked up on that. And um, yeah, so and then also another one is the YouTube. One of the main people who were in charge actually just stepped down and stuff. And I think what YouTube is currently doing after Mm -hmm. that Super Bowl commercial that went out, they're trying to go the way that Rumble and Twitter is going, where they want to let people have a little bit more freedom and what is posted and what is said. I want to say this and uh, that that uh, that commercial about Rumble going hard on YouTube. A lot of people don't know this. Um, everyone was all thinking of saying, fuck, man, fuck YouTube and this. I can't get nothing. I think mean, I'm all this crap. And when now you see like, hey, if you want to be what you want to be, speak what you want to say, whatever, without being like time out or this, whatever, ban you come to Rumble. So a lot of the, if you notice that because of the censorship and all that stuff, uh, and, and all the, this, all these, like you really have to look at the policies. A lot of these uh, who've been doing podcasts for eight or nine years on YouTube getting paid, they're make, bringing a lot of more money off for the shows. But their views used to be about 2.3, maybe 3.6, like an episode. Everything just dropped to like 24,000, 14,000 here, whatever. And also the, with the inflation, the recession is already here. There's no there's no sponsor money here, whatever, to pay or what to YouTube, so YouTube can get to them. So a lot of people are like, well, fuck, how are we going to make our money? Because everyone's, some of, there's some people out there that I know, King Mexico, their full time is being a podcaster. They don't, that's all what they know. They put their, it's almost like a business. So they need to have those views and numbers so they can get a lot of Mount Sum from YouTube or any of their sponsors. But if you don't reach those fucking numbers, they're done. And that's where a lot of podcasters are like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life because everyone's all depending on fucking YouTube. But now they're so woke and everything and all the censorship and all, all those major platforms or people who bring in numbers a lot like for YouTube, they're leaving YouTube to go to Rumble instead so they can get the numbers and do what they want to do. So you're going to see kind of maybe in a way, King Mexico, honestly, the changing of the guard with uh with YouTube going to be now to rumble. That's and, what I've been hearing. And at the end of the day, you know what I mean? YouTube has, um, is a monopoly technically when it comes down to streaming and stuff. And it's good that they have competition. Currently there has been, um, other, other companies who's tried to go against YouTube, but they've been unsuccessful. However, let's see what happens with Rumble, guys. Go support Rumble. Go sign up and start looking at videos on Rumble. They do have a lot. When I say they have a lot, they have a but, lot. Um, but that commercial, that was like the probably Rumble. You can just make that one commercial. And that was like, that's going to get over like maybe billions of trillions of hits. Because it was a big fuck you to, to YouTube. That was like, oh, shit. That Changing shit was funny card. as hell. Yeah, that fuck shit was that hilarious. Was, fuck yeah. But um, without further ado, Epstein Island. Island.
Sex offender Jeffrey Epstein was on work release in Palm Beach. A federal lawsuit claims his private banker at J.P. Morgan, Jess Staley, kept in contact, visiting Epstein's Palm Beach mansion and his Virgin Islands private island many times, even while Epstein was jailed. According to newly unredacted documents in a federal lawsuit against J.P. Morgan, the Virgin Islands government says... Between 2008 and 2012, Staley exchanged approximately 1,200 emails with Epstein from his J.P. Morgan email account. These communications show a close personal relationship and profound friendship between the two men, and even suggest that Staley may have been involved in Epstein's sex trafficking operation. In July 2010, Staley sent a message to Epstein that allegedly read, Maybe they're tracking you. That was fun. Say hi to Snow White. Epstein replied, what character would you like next? Staley replied, Beauty and the Beast. Epstein, well, one side is available. In another exchange, the plaintiff's wow. alleged Staley was apparently on Epstein's island writing, Presently, I'm in the hot tub with a glass of white wine. This is an amazing place. Truly amazing. Next time, we're here together. I owe you much. And I deeply appreciate our friendship. I have few so cool. While convicted sex offender exchange, the plaintiff's alleged Staley was apparently on Epstein's island writing, presently I'm in the hot tub with a glass of white wine. This is an amazing place. Truly amazing. Next time we're here together. I owe you much. And I deeply appreciate our friendship. I have few so cool. The hell? So it is what it is. It keeps on freezing. I don't know why, but hey. Um, so yeah, more and more and more and more documents are coming about about Epstein's Island and what the man was doing and shit. Hey man, we're gonna see what happens. There's you know, there's a whistleblower, there's a Epstein's Island victim who has some of those uh uh videos, you know, and they were saying if these videos get leaked out, it's gonna change the society, it's gonna change all pretty much in a way all the governments around the world, and it's it's gonna change and kind of like mess up the people's minds because what the stuff is coming out and i can't say this on here because i'll get shit because there's been out there was a threat i got because i talked about something and all and i'm gonna tell you you never know you just there's some people you just can't fuck with and uh it's just something where it's like you just sometimes in a way when people talk about child trafficking and this whatever you gotta be be careful so because again there's another list and uh, the epstein Islands, but all these elite so they can play ball dude and uh it's it's pretty scary because we're only seeing stages of what went on but if you follow the money follow the people it's gonna take you to like oh fuck what i get myself into like that yeah it's once you go down that, it's crazy. The, all the shit that they have out there and stuff. But just be wary, guys. And like always, just make sure you do your own research. Make sure you go through your papers and your news and news um sources and your YouTube or your Rumble at your time. And, you know, to make your own conclusion at the end of the day. Hey, let me let me let me say this to you, K Mexico. When you see all this Epstein stuff coming on, like child trafficking and all that stuff, and you see it's all being exposed now, you think in a way like 
it's going to get better down the road because we're just cleaning up all the mess what was going on inside our government. Honestly, this, I don't even know how to approach that shit because that shit's that's just wild. You know what I mean? Especially that's, all, yeah. all that shit. Because it's always been the older people, but now you're little by little you're seeing more youth coming into being senators, Democrats, Republicans, Congress, and all that stuff. That's why it's it's kind of more like the younger and the older just bashing heads because olders are so used to this, and now you have a new generation of people coming up in politics. They have their thing, and it's kind of making it more. And that's why there's always going to be bumping some heads. So that's why, in a way, the older people don't want to. They still want to hold on to it because they don't want to be changing of the guard. Yeah, they sure don't. And I'm not sure if it in in the Senate or in Congress. They just appointed a first Gen Z person and shit. I heard about that. Yeah, just took a seat in one of these chairs and stuff. So, yeah, so little by little. And they're also speaking about there should be terms for, like, senators and congressmen and shit. Yeah. And speakers and shit. Even um, the Supreme Court, it shouldn't be a lifetime thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you reach a certain age, I think you should step down and shit and retire. It's all about money and politics, you know, and also, you know, the whole thing, like you can get paid to do $500,000 of being a speech and this, whatever, and, and all the bribes and all this. Come on. They're all making money and shit like that. And after that, oh, they have investments like the Pelosi shit. Like that girl has a lot of money. How'd you get that shit with if you look like, hey, this is how much I make a year of being a congresswoman. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that shit don't make sense. At the end of the day, it's like, yo. You have a seat in government and you're making millions? Like, how? Explain that, but... Yeah, that's in a way, like, where's all our money going to for our taxes? I'm telling you, that U.S. Debt Clock Org, I'm thinking, when it's like, man, we're paying taxes and maybe there's people out there where we're busting our ass and we're getting taxed and whatever. Maybe the, our money going to federal or this, whatever. Maybe it's out there. Hey, they're just putting money in, like putting Pelosi's bank or or this person using our money to go live lavishly and shit. Hey, I'm pretty I'm sure that shit you, has happened. That shit is probably. Fucking, we can go fucking deep on this shit. I'm sure that shit is happening and stuff, but that won't be shown until years later in your timeline where everything will come, you know. The truth will, will come out and stuff after certain documents are declassified and you'll have all the rights to read through that shit. I'm telling you, man, I'm just like, I'm just looking at stuff and it's like, I, I don't know, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, there is like, when you show me like how the, the U.S. debt, how it is, the clock, I was, I'm, like, sometimes I like to look at it for like almost like four or five hours straight. Hey, yo. Because I because the thing is, like how you say, like Mega Man, kind of more like Rang Man. I like to analyze this. I'm going to focus on this side. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Because sometimes in a way, I can't like, wait, I remember there was a, sometimes in a way, I just see like, I remember that, how much, that, how it was. And sometimes I would look back, oh, we haven't had a recession or a certain, like, we're almost, we didn't have no money in a certain year. So that's where I was like breaking it down. And I kind of found like maybe five or six conspiracies when I saw some of the numbers going up and I was like, and it was sometimes in a way, I don't know if you know, but they would show like, we haven't had this since this year or last year or whatever. So I'm kind of being like, I think I remember that date because when you read a lot of books and histories, you 
you kind of put the patterns together. I agree with you, man. And if there's something that Mega Man always has is them dates and shit. Mm -hmm. And hey, every single time he's brought something up about a random fact, and then I go online and do it at the same time as he's speaking. Hey, I was going to ask you. You know, ever since I've been doing your podcast, you know, and good flow, always get good feedbacks. Do a lot of people press you or DM you? Be honest, like, nah. like, oh, fat, fat checks or well, you know, wanksters. In general, I'm not gonna front. Like, if I don't know the person, <laughs> yeah, I don't open it. So sometimes I have requests and those private ones. You know how Instagram oh. has has oh, uh, I, has yeah. like requests and then has like private shit or unknown. Oh, oh I never, yeah, Trust. I don't, yeah. I don't click on that shit, so I wouldn't know. So. If you're not part of my primary or general, and I don't know you, then I won't be replying. There's always gonna be a hater. Like you got, you, you got a hater. Then, but sometimes in a way, I always think and wonder. Like always, people always try to think like, "Oh, Mega Man's talking out of his ass." Nah, like, Mega Man ain't talking out his ass. Because as you can see, if you're looking through us at Spotify, I I bring it up at the same time he's speaking about it. I'm typing it in and shit. So. There's no way for him to look at through his phone and shit and know what conversation we're going through at the same time. Because most everything we speak about is 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 go with the flow. You want to hear a fucked up story? Go I'm sorry, but I'll say it. But you're gonna laugh at this when you know we talk about like a Russ podcaster posting up stories or topics what we what to talk about. I was so focused on like how me and King Mexico we've been doing these every week and all. Uh, and all the gathering information to really make when we do a podcast together, we really want to do whatever we can to inform what's really going on with our country, but also what's going on with our world. So there was a time where I was so like focused on trying to make a schedule for Key Mexico, like what topics. And I was on my phone and uh, I was kind of with someone at the time. And uh, I, she's like, come on, fuck me, Mega Man. Come on, suck, I'll suck your dick, whatever. To be honest, I wasn't really feeling it because I was on my phone holding it, trying to be like, trying to get gather information to give to King Mexico and shit. Like, I want to make a good fucking episode. And to me, I was more like so focused on that episode. I was like, like I wasn't even interested in having sex. I was like, the fuck off me, man. I'm like not even feeling it today. Now that would have been hilarious if you would have been getting head while we're doing the show. I'm not putting it out there, bro. It's just throwing it out there. It would have been funny. Oh, I think you saw that. <laughs> I was on the live. Where we're, and I was like, no, like, no, I know. I know, it's, I know it's happened on your lives, but I know it hasn't gone down while we're taping the show. No, no, no. <laughs> I was on my live on my, on my Instagram. Yes. I know about that one. Okay. But that's the one I'm talking it. about. Yeah, I haven't, because I, I haven't think, caught yeah, it. Because, but yeah, people because, did catch yeah. it and people did verify his story is true. So don't, I just don't know why. I just came don't Mexico. test the man's gangster. People, I don't know. I just I don't it's know true. why people want to. I just don't get it. It's been verified. It's been verified. It's been verified. It's been verified. <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah, it's, it's 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 real. It's a real thing. And it was confirmed on a live on somebody else's live. They confirmed that story too, and it was a female who confirmed the story too. So, hey, if you want to see some crazy stuff go down, make sure you follow my man Mega Man on the Long Beach Social Experiment. And once again, congratulations! 
that man has been awarded the best Long Beach podcast, right? Exactly. And yeah, so and then they're gonna I think they're gonna put him to compete against other podcasters throughout California, right? Or LA. No, no, so check this out. A lot of people yeah. don't know this. So even though I'm the best podcaster, that's one category. I have to go against like a newspaper or a television show to, you know, to get to see who is the best of the best. So to me, I am the best podcaster in Long Beach of all the podcasts, but there's like a stages where I have to compete who's the best, who has a good follower, good listens and like everything, the Long Beach Social Experiment or the Long Beach News. So it's like that. I was like, whoa, because that's where it is. You want to bring a lot of views and listens who you are. But to me, what I'm doing is where I'm getting a lot of love because I'm trying to do the best I can to represent my city uh, when it comes to small business, breweries, um, owners, podcasters, uh, just everyone, just all parts of life, even like uh, uh, nonprofits and all. And I just want to do whatever I can to be weaponized like, hey. I have a lot of good episodes coming to show my love to Long Beach. and Hey, check this out or do this. And just be very informative because there's a lot of podcasters from Long Beach that they say they're the best, but all they do is talk about outside their city. Talk more about your city here that you live in. So that's why, in a way, King Mexico, that's one of the reasons why, um, I don't know anyone know about this, I changed it to the Lombardy Social Experiment because this is my home. So now, since I always been out and about doing podcasts here, whatever, internationally, now I'm here in Long Beach. I'm going to focus on my home and bring a lot of good local people, businesses, show love on my show, my podcast. But also, I'm going to bring some heavy hitters outside of Long Beach where I have some connections. So to me, I want to get the best of both worlds where... I kind of seen how it was being a podcast bigger out there, but in a way I'm going to be more local and, and do whatever I can to help my community. Yeah. So make sure guys, thank you for that. And also make sure you go check out the homie Mega Man on the Long Beach social experiment, all major podcast platforms mm-hmm. and make sure you go follow him on his lives and his posts. Girls got some funny extra going on. And like he said, there's always some wild shit on his on his lives and shit. Even when exactly. we, even when I jump on his lives, he be talking some wild shit. So you want to catch those wild talks and stuff uncensored? Make sure you follow it because once it goes up, it's gonna go down and it's gone forever. Like Jay Z said. Um, and with that said, to the next one. Hey.